So uh, the weather has certainly been Canadian weather uh, recently. We've had, well, we've had the extremely humid and hot 30 plus degrees Celsius. And today we had, was it, uh, I think we started at four degrees Celsius in the morning. Yeah, something like that. It, it's yeah. crazy. And it was supposed to, I think it topped out at 17 today. Um, yeah, so that's not, I'm not too, that, that's, that's where I, I want it to be every day. Yeah, that's my kind of weather. Yeah. <laughs> but even like what the, just this past weekend, we had a, what was one heck of a quick flash storm that uh, saw a lot of damage, a lot of trees uprooted. I don't know if it really hit you. I know you're only... uh, no, no, no. It, there was, there was trees down all over the place. Yeah. Pretty crazy. And uh, yeah, I had to uh, shut my window because you know, the, the, it was just blowing right into our room and blowing stuff off the shelves. It was like, Holy smokes. And it was a, uh, it was a mess, but here we are. And then today it's a gorgeous, absolutely beautiful day to start off Victoria day in Canada. Yeah. Oh, Victoria day. Did you even realize it was a May two four? I, well, yeah. Cause I didn't work today. Oh, uh, well, so that's, that, that's what kind of gave it away, but it, uh, no, I, you know, uh, we just did puttering around in the garden all day and uh, took an extended nap in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, woke up just before the show. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, the master of the extended nap. Uh, what is this? I heard about you taking an extended nap the other day that uh, was really long. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it was like a five and a half hour after work nap. I was just exhausted. And uh, no, it screwed me for the entire night. Excellent. Excellent. That's my night pretty much in a nutshell. Let me ask you this. Okay. It's been the talk all over the place, and I really don't know anything about it. And I'm hoping maybe you might be able to enlighten me, see if you heard anything on the news. What the hell is monkeypox? So Everybody's I, talking about monkeypox. It is the brand new fear factor uh, media showcase spectacle, I guess, uh, that is following up on the heels of COVID, I guess. I don't really even know. It looks like some nasty blistering I don't know, even know what to say, like a rash or something that people have been contracting. But I really haven't been paying much attention to the news. But it yeah, all I know is supposed gross. to be something like smallpox, the same sort of symptoms. And it started with monkeys that were being tested. I think it was in Africa or something like that. Outside of that, these are the very few things I know. It's just another thing for our wonderful not to be conspiratorial but our wonderful government to give us another reason to take away some more rights or take away some of our freedoms so who like knows they, honestly they make it kind of sound nice you know monkeys are cute and cuddly i love kind monkeys like, oh so where do i buy the the monkey pox uh, well i'm sure you can get it uh, from some of that cheap stuff that you buy off aliexpress or wish.com <laughs> 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 and with your free dose of monkeypox free dose of monkeypox you know right after we had covid you know now we have this so who knows i guess the amber heard and johnny depp trial just wasn't enough for the media to really make some major bank off so they're going with the monkeypox now who knows i hear she has the monkeypox now well and she, who knows? and she caught it from from johnny well i mean when you shit in bed 
that's that doesn't surprise you when you got the monkey pot that's correct that is correct it was just a joke (laughs) it was just a joke because that's what normal people do they shit in each other's beds right I don't know about you, but I, you know, growing up as a teenager or even in a, a, a early life relationship, I never really thought about shitting on somebody or shitting on the bed. Uh, uh, we better cut to another show. I think so. <laughs> no, I, no, I never so. have either. No, I never uh, have either. You know, I mean, there's a good old fart joke or the uh, sure the silent Pull but my deadly finger. Fart. Yeah. yeah. But shitting in the bed, maybe she took it off. Maybe she just yeah, didn't know where to stop. The SPD, silent but deadly. Yeah, maybe that's what happened. Maybe just, she, it was oh. meant to be. <laughs> We've all had that <laughs> moment where that fart <laughs> oh. was a little more than a fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amber. Oh. Amber, Amber, Amber. Well, did you, did you see? And, and I don't want to linger on this because the poor girl, I mean, I shouldn't mm-hmm. say the poor girl because I know that those type of women, but... Uh, on internet movie database somebody had either edited her entry to say amber turd so when you typed in to search amber heard the first thing that came came up was amber turd oh poor girl (laughs) i'd say poor girl but whatever yeah exactly you know what celebrities in hollywood yep so dude what we got on the show tonight well, instead of celebrities in Hollywood, let's talk about the video games versus comics nerd culture aspect. Love uh, it. You know, video games, comic books, very one in the same, but very different. And let's let's talk about how the, the industry is and, and the culture behind it. And then after that, we got to talk about our top 10 Disney animated features. Because you know what? There's so many that have come out recently and there's so many more on the way. And we're always talking about Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah. We should talk a little bit about the animated feature since we seem to love Disney somehow. No, I know. With no Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. Excellent. All right. So I'll just get a a quick brief note in here about uh, the comic book industry is apparently in uh, 2019, the industry value, and I'm assuming this is without the movies, was totaled about approximately North America was approximately $1.21 billion US. And something else I clicked on had seen that it was up to about 3.9 billion uh, US this a little closer to now. So it's double tripled almost since 2019. And the video game industry, which I thought, I mean, we, we thought was... I actually thought it's going to be something close. I thought we were talking some sort of close battle. But man, comics gets blown out of the water. $256.97 billion by 2025. Now that is worldwide. So... Yeah. I but mean, even still. still. I, think, I think that video games are definitely more worldwide than comic books. Comic books seem to be a North American... Uh, North thing. American and Japan. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly, well, anime is different. I mean, do we even want to go touch anime? Well, I mean, when, when you're looking at, at the stats, they, they do include manga in, okay. in with comics, at least from what I was finding. So you there, know. there is a little bit of a market for comic books outside of North America, but it's like, you know, limited to like, you know, uh, Spain, uh, France, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit of Europe and, uh, Mexico, maybe a little bit of South America, but it's definitely a North American and let's say Japanese market as well, really. Yeah. Um, like, cause if we, 
if we add in the manga, Japan and South Korea actually make up 54% of the global comic book market. Oh, wow. So yeah, just, just out of two, two small countries. Mm -hmm. That's well, I'm, I'm unbelievable. Even at right now, too, is that Japanese in 2018, manga managed to outsell superhero stories in North America. So I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but that is just crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. The, okay. Sorry. The global market. So I was wrong. Uh, the global market for comic books in 2020 was 3.86 with an estimated 4.68 billion by 2026. If you know, the forecasts are correct. So still 4.68 billion compared to 256.97 billion. Yeah. Like, like I just, mean, with gaming right now in the U.S. Uh, stat that I saw, that the last that which was like from a year ago was that sixty-five percent of U.S. people were were actually gaming. So well, that's more than uh, that's more than you know one to one. That that is for sure. Like I mean, and honestly, it's uh, Andrew's quick math. We, we kind of we kind of have to consider like the availability, the reach of the industry, right? Where video games are right there in front of you on in your pocket at all times. We sometimes forget that apps and mobile games are also video games, but then the consoles are international and those are huge as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know that the reach of PlayStation is, is global uh, where comic books are limited. I mean, people can read comic books online but it's not the same. Definitely not the same. Uh, accessibility is definitely nowhere the same. No. Especially for the price point. If you think you pay five to $10 per comic book nowadays, as opposed to the, you know, the 75 cents you and I were probably paying back yeah. originally and compared to, and that's for one comic that is 20 pages long compared to a video game. That'll be, you'll be playing for hours and weeks and days at a time for $80, for instance, yeah. as, as one example, right? So no, and even bang for your buck. Oh, exactly. And a lot of games, like they're all like free downloads now. And yeah. now with, with that, then you've got, you know, people that have, have a free download on their phone. They've got five minutes while they sit on the toilet and mm -hmm. you know knock off you know around and uh <laughs> hey, and to be fair you could you can knock off a comic book while sitting on the but toilet you, you just... <laughs> could you could but you, it's more likely that somebody takes their phone with them and well oh what, what am i gonna what am i gonna watch well, what am i gonna play well, oh, I, gotta, here, I, I, can... gotta, <laughs> I gotta ask you i, I mean play some clash of the clans here if you've been reading any of the modern Marvel comic books, and at least you know when you take the comic book with you to the bathroom, you have material to wipe your ass with. Well, that's I true. don't think you want to wipe your ass with your phone, but with that really bad comic book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Speaking of which, I hate the fact that there's in TV now that every single show or movie has to show somebody going to the bathroom. I don't need to see somebody sitting on the toilet. Why are they doing that? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just took a quick segue there. Back to back to gaming. I'm back sorry, to comics. I, I'm sorry if if I. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Let's get back to the to the uh, the the industry a little bit. One of the I think the other things that comes up in regards to the industry is that esports and online gaming 
makes it much more a, I guess, interest to people as opposed to like, you know, say collecting comic books, because with video games, there's that opportunity to make money. If you're a great artist, you have the opportunity to make money in comic books or a great writer or whatever, maybe, you know, a printer, you might have a good opportunity, but with video games, you just need that video game, that controller and that console or PC, whatever you have. And you have an opportunity to make money now as well. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. So the, the growth, and I know we've talked about the esports. Uh, it's enjoying people the just audience. like competition, and people like watching that stuff too. So there's yeah, there's already an established market. Like it doesn't I mean, matter. Like I don't what, know how many times I sat and watched like role playing on uh, Grand Theft Auto. And just watching people do like crazy things, you know, and I'm just saying that, <laughs> this is better than a sitcom, you know, yeah. I'd rather nope. watch this when my, my two or three YouTube ads that pop up in, in the middle of the show, as opposed to the every two minutes, there's an ad on television Yeah, and it's much more entertaining and it's limitless, right? You know, people shooting other people, you know, that is fun and entertaining where, uh, yeah. It's, just, and not it's the, just it's not the Cosby show anymore. And we've spoken about this before that it's just not your traditional basketball, baseball. These are your Dota 2s and Fortnite and things like uh, of this yeah. nature that that they're competing in. Absolutely. Like and what you you mentioned too about free things and we talked about Fortnite where we can talk about Fortnite or Minecraft and how easy it is where a comic book i mean if you want it to be free you either have to pirate it or you have to go to the library borrow it otherwise you have to pay for it yeah but you know, so. and with the th- free things as well too they're uh, apparently that they're actually the the games that they're making the most money from because mm-hmm. you know you're sitting down and playing hundreds of hours of whatever the game is and you think oh why not pay five bucks to make my character look cool uh, and they get people just five bucks at a time, just a little bit more, a little bit more, and it just adds up. And you end up way outpaying your forty to eighty dollars in in your PlayStation Two, your Xbox game, what and have all you. Those microtransactions. And- yep, exactly. Kind of like, oh, okay, I can I can spend five bucks today. It's kind of yeah. like it's a coffee. Yeah, it's it's definitely I, I I dare to say it's a scam, but people are enjoying it and people are spending their money on it, right? So why not? It it's no different really than the comic book industry scam of multiple covers, uh, variant covers, uh, special editions, and all that stuff, which really offer nothing different in content other than perhaps a gimmick of some sort. You know, like back in the '90s when they had foil on the cover or they had oh. you know a special limited edition cover and sports cards are the same as well on that tangent but it's definitely now don't get me wrong i mean i love comics it's they're my life i i buy sell and collect and it's definitely uh there's a cool market there it's just it's definitely a limited market and with the modern generation and we talked about this with efts and we've talked about it with about video games in the past the modern generation, they just don't accumulate like our generation did. Like, no. you know, we have collections and they're just like, I don't have time for that. No, yeah, everything is digital. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, they don't need to 
it taking up half of their their room yeah like me <laughs> taking up half <laughs> my garage <laughs> as i sit surrounded by at least five thousand comics well probably ten thousand now oh man my my sale inventory yeah that's awesome i was going to count them today but uh it's a daunting task <laughs> yeah <laughs> a lot of comics just just estimate it, yeah, it just, might be safer yeah yeah you sound like you have a pretty good comic collection going on too uh they yeah they've been slowly slowly adding up multiplying uh, kind of <laughs> box at a time yeah as uh has been coming into the house yeah i've uh haven't been going to my uh my friend's shop lately because i've gone back to my other employer so that's probably a safe thing it's probably a little bit safer i mean yeah know, it's but i'll tell you like i miss it and I just want to sit there and play with comic books all day. We are going to get it? those guys on the show though soon, aren't we? We have to. Yes. I, uh, they, they're down for it. So, uh, we'll, that's we'll, we'll awesome. The next couple episodes for sure. Yeah. So it's going to be comics, comics, comics coming up very soon. Yeah. So we're going to single-handedly take down this video game industry. Yes. <laughs> bring up comics on board. You can thank us. Yeah. Not, not a problem at all. Exactly. We just drove up the value of your comic books in one episode without even actually doing anything so would you consider yourself more of a gamer or a comic book collector can i be both yes you can i am definitely a comic book nerd i mean like i said i've got over ten thousand in my house yeah I, my video gaming i'm not an online avid online fan i rather play games single player games um I do enjoy like a certain level of games like GTA online. I, I have a lot of fun with that, but any game where it's just the whole point of it is multiplayer madness and yeah. murder, murder, death, kill all day long where Grand Theft Auto, I know the theme of the game is crime and murder and death, but there's more nuances, more interest in it, not just running around trying to kill everybody. Uh, I'm too old to compete with these kids these days. No, I was they're too, too old. good. They're too I good. Was, I was too old 20 years ago to compete with some of these kids, <laughs> you know, and I was at that, I was at the prime, the peak of online gaming. Oh yeah. But Bring on I, the Atari. Yeah, that's right. ColecoVision. Oh yeah. Atari 2600 and the Sega Genesis right here, buddy. I, I did see an Atari, like the, the original Atari for sale on the mm. Facebook marketplace the other day. I was thinking, should I pick that up? Could I use that in my life right now? <laughs> do, you, do you need it in your life right now <laughs> no I, no i don't i did have a ColecoVision in my sales inventory uh, a couple years ago Ooh. and i never had one as a kid so i didn't even know if it worked and i right. didn't have the connectors of the TV i didn't for... i didn't have it i actually i didn't have atari or ColecoVision. i went to friends places to yes. to play either did you come over to our place someplace as a matter of fact i did okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, crazy yeah, the nintendo play? was the first one that was in our household but that right. that was my brother's yeah uh, it belonged to to both of them yeah that was definitely that was pretty awesome too i mean i mean nintendo really changed industry and still oh, yeah does to a certain extent nowadays i guess it, it's not quite it, as influential yeah it kind of i'd say it hones in in the beginner gamer yeah so the, fa the, the family gaming yeah the family gamers uh youth just starting out that they want something easy to play on and then they move into more technical games get into the playstation the xbox 
and uh and the swearing and calling the people the n-word that yeah exactly more advanced systems that's not cool guys no um but i don't understand like the whole debate between oh you know am i an xbox person i'm a playstation person like like who cares like just play play your darn game that's kind of the way i mean that's just enjoy enjoy your game dude it's Marvel versus DC. It's WWE I, versus whatever wrestling company. I love it's. both Marvel exactly. and DC. They both have great, uh, great heroes and great stories. Um, there's, there's no reason to bash one over the other. It's called, it's called choice. It's called competition. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like this yep. is a time, this is a time to be alive right now. And DC is thriving in the movie theaters and Marvel is stumbling and, you know but on the other end of it the well whatever it doesn't matter yeah 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 yeah. it's just all hearsay (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh well so are you are you are you ready to take in some disney movies i am absolutely ready so i made a list that's long and has changed many many times over the last few days Mine just changed again a moment ago while we're talking because I forgot that it was animated movies. Oh, no. And so I had like a top 10 Disney movies. Luckily, I had two extra movies that I had kind of set off to the side that were animated. And I only had two movies that um, were real life. Okay. So I just, I switched those two out. So I'm golden. How do you only have two extra movies? I've got one, two, well, three, four, five, six I, extra well, movies. Because the, <laughs> the list was 10. I figured an extra two will be just fine. I've got some honorable mentions. So yeah, yeah. So what, a, uh, what's at the top of the top of your list? Okay. Well, how, how do you want to start this? Do you just want to rank, rank off our top 10? Or yeah, wanna... I mean, we we do we want to go top ten or do we want to go one to one to see where they where they all fall? Well, you know what? Let's uh, let's just see how it goes. I'm gonna go yeah, backwards. I'm oh, we're go going backwards. From, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with my honorable yeah. mentions and then my ten to one. Okay. And now let, let, let's hear some honorable mentions first okay. off. Yeah, and these are in no particular order, but uh, we can talk about them. So my honorable mentions are Toy Story, the original Toy Story from 1995. The old school Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh, Encanto from 2021, award winning Encanto. Beauty and the Beast, the original animated from 1991. Monsters Incorporated from 2001. And Pocahontas in 1995. And I just thought of another movie I forgot The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. No, good film. So this is my honorable mentions. Do you have honorable mentions or do you have? Well, uh, I'll just tell you that the. the two that I had as Disney, like live action films, as opposed to cartoons. Okay. I had Mary Poppins. Right. That's, and that's I had Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Okay. So the original. My, yeah. my wife has been going down the uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, wormhole. Uh, Pirates uh, wormhole just recently. In fact, she was just watching it why. before I came out here. She loves Johnny Depp and uh, she's kind of letting herself get pulled into the uh the, the trial yeah like i you know what when i was thinking about it i was just thinking disney and that the curse of the black pro was what started off the pirates of the the caribbean franchise and it is such a huge franchise 
you know, I couldn't have it with it not being on my list. That's fair. And Mary Poppins, it was such a huge movie when we were kids. And it, like, if you think about all of the, you know, all of the flying and stuff that went on within the film, like, people didn't do that back it, then it was, it was definitely state of the art at the time yeah no exactly and i uh, you know it was a cool musical like there are songs still to this day that stick in my head there are some great songs uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna confess something here i yeah. didn't watch any live action disney films until i other than herbie the love bug which always mm-hmm. seemed to end up on my television i didn't watch any live action disney films until probably my 20s because i didn't i didn't like the look of them i didn't really care for the older look or older well when style. we were looking for all of these top 10 animated um films i found a ton of old kind of vintage disney films that uh, that are on disney plus that i'm going to be going back and, and having a look at like i want to go check out the davy crockett stuff that right. looks cool and just the stuff of that that time period yeah and i remember uh one time in grade eight my teacher decided to do a spelling quiz. And one of the words that he brought up, can you guess what it was? Oh, I don't know. Expialidocious. <laughs> or was it supercalifragic expialidocious? Damn. So, and that was my first real intro to Mary Poppins. And I didn't even go and obviously back then you couldn't just, you know, flip on no, Disney+. You, Plus. you had to wait until it came on your Sunday Sunday evening. Or, uh showcase or, yeah yeah i guess it wasn't even disney movies never showed up on the super channel or first choice no so, yeah i mean yeah. Or, originally it, what was it called uh oh shoot the the magical world of disney yeah so you'd have to wait until the friday night or the saturday sunday night whatever I, it was yeah i think it was i think it was sunday evenings yeah. that they always had it on so so we, we never ever watched those so so uh, of the movies that i mentioned in my honorable mentions if you were listening close enough was there any there that you had yeah not, like you have on uh, your top 10 uh no but there was one that which one was it that i took off oh shoot which one was it toy story nope pinocchio no uh encanto no beauty and the beast beauty and the beast that was okay. it all right beauty and the beast that was on my list and i because i knocked it off to to get it down to to 12 <laughs> the beauty, beauty and the beast and pocahontas were on my list and they met a demise when i started remembering other movies well i know there's a lot of great cartoons that uh, that are out there so what what's your number 10 all right my number 10 is up from 2009 so uh, the awesome the awesome film about uh carl i believe his name was carl and he decides he's had enough of the he, he's an he's an older gentleman he's retired his wife is long past and he's decided he's, he's had enough of the the big urban life and so he decides to put some balloons on his house and float away to go make his and his wife's dreams come true uh, about living on a house way out in the middle of nowhere and so it's i have tale. yeah it is i have up on my list and it is is much further up my list yeah. But so it it makes me very curious as to what you what you have coming. It it is an endearing movie. Uh, there was a few points in it where I found a little uh, 
maybe a little long and tedious, mm -hmm. but emotionally, one of the most emotionally challenging movies. Like it was just the the ending, uh, the the well it, the beginning, the the scenes where him and his wife are, you know, it shows kind of their relationship blossoming as you know, kind of the the montage. And then she passes away and it's just uh, like it, right away. It sits off. If you haven't seen it, make sure you have a handkerchief handy. It, yeah, it's definitely. And the adorable dog and the little boy and oh, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. <laughs> great, uh, great movie. So what, what's your number 10? I have Winnie the Pooh. Ah, okay. Winnie the Pooh. Now, are we talking the original movie? Are we talking like the animated teddy bear movie or... i'm talking like the original okay cartoon right. um now you know there was lots of different versions that that came along after that mm -hmm. but i'm just thinking the original winnie the pooh movie that we would have seen as as children mm -hmm. as opposed to like your christopher robin remake or yeah. what uh what have you but i thought you know what that it it's a classic Disney story that mm -hmm. has stood the test of time and they continue to retell the story and you can't go into like a Disney store without, without seeing Winnie the Pooh merchandise still all over the place. And Winnie the Pooh has been around forever. We actually, uh, Kath, Kathy, my wife, Kathy has a Winnie the Pooh tattoo we also have a record floating around with Winnie the Pooh tales or, or songs from Winnie the Pooh. I was a huge fan of Piglet as a kid and Winnie the Pooh definitely has always been a part of my life. Uh, absolutely love Winnie the Pooh. I read the original books by A.A. A. Milne uh, and the Canadian connection with Winnipeg the Bear, who That's right. is the namesake for Winnie the Pooh. Now, I just have to tell you this. I, I'm going to make a liar of myself because I thought I took Beauty and the Beast off the list when I was making corrections, <laughs> yeah. but no, it is my number nine choice. Very nice. So I did have Beauty and the Beast on the list. I thought I had taken it off um, when I was making last minute alterations, right. but uh, no, it, it, it's still there. I, you know, another one of those classic, classic films, you know, great uh, musical moments throughout. So, so, Beauty and the Beast is kind of the, the movie that was the renaissance of Disney coming back after many years. And, and people will argue and say Little Mermaid may have been. But Beauty and the Beast really put Disney back on the map yeah. uh, with the amazing, the amazing scenes, especially the computer animated dance, dance scene. Uh, the amazing characters, Gaston, mm -hmm. Belle, uh, and the songs. Like fantastic that. telling a retelling of an old story and and it was it a a tale old as old as time <laughs> so, <laughs> well <sorry>. done <laughs> well done but i mean it's a it's a great film it's it's meant for both girls and boys and i you know just something that everybody was into when when it came out and still uh still another great another great movie Absolutely. so you're number nine my what, number what nine got? is Inside Out from 2015. Oh. Uh, have you seen that? I haven't. Okay, so so it is it is basically the story of a, of a young girl and the emotions that she has uh, growing up and how the emotions are represented by these little characters inside her head. And they have these devices 
that they use to make her happy or sad or joy or uh, angry. And so all of these characters inside are basically controlling her as if she's like a giant machine. And it's a really unique take on the emotional roller coaster that most people go through as they grow into their teens and stuff. And it is actually, you want to talk about emotional, this definitely a very emotional show. So definitely just like up and you might, you might start to notice a little bit of a, a theme to my, my movie choices here. Get a tissue, make sure you have a couple box of tissues beside you while you watch it inside out and visually beautiful, beautiful movie. Awesome. Absolutely fantastic. No, I had seen the trailer for it while I was watching something else in the theater and thought that it looked really cool, but I just never, never came back to it. And I think I may have caught clips here and there while walking in and out of rooms. It is, it is definitely worth uh, having a tangle with. <laughs> speaking of my age, speaking movie, of tangle. Uh, I never really cared for this movie too much. I never paid much attention to it, but then my wife is watching it all the time. And it's like, every time I, I came home, Tangled would get come on or Tangled would be here or Tangled would be there. And then I sat down and watched it and it is like a beautifully animated film. Probably one of the early films. I shouldn't say early. It's not the earliest, like it's 2010, mm -hmm. but it really visually was appealing in so many ways. And all the characters in it were were great. The the main character, a heroine, a young girl. So it's based on the story of Rapunzel, where she's trapped in the tower by her mother, and or in a treetop or a tower. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but uh, and she has to lower her hair down to let her mother out, and her mother never wants to go to the outside world. And it's just a a, a great visually appealing story. Emotionally, not as charged as the other movies but just beautiful, beautiful movie and fun and a, a real good fun flick. Oh, awesome. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. no, I have. It's very, right. very good movie. I was more trying at that point while you're talking about it, I was trying to cover up my microphone. The print, our printer is in my, in my office oh. and somebody decided to print as, uh, as we were doing the show. Well, clearly they did not see the on the air uh, exactly. light yeah, outside of your exactly. room. <laughs> so I, I don't know who was printing or why they thought it'd be a good idea to print right now. So if anybody heard printing going on in the background, that that's why I tried to cup the microphone to try to block it out as, as much as I could. Well, but, I, I, uh, I did not hear it. Not good. Uh, and good. Uh, you should just rip up whatever they printed. Yeah, exactly. They deserve it. They do. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves going old school. The original. Yeah. The original animated feature. I love just that imagery as they're all going off to to the caves, to the mines, to with their pickaxes over their shoulders and whistling as they're they're going and Snow White dancing along as uh, as they're moving towards the to the mines it just it's just that image that really just sticks out with me and I think that you, you can't have a, a top 10 list without Snow White and, and the Seven Dwarves on uh, on it you know a lot of my a lot I guess 
some of my earlier picks here, they've been older, older movies, and it kind of continues for a little bit. And then we get into some of the new, newer ones as, as we uh, go along, but I, I finish off with an old school one. So that uh, definitely newer for most part. Yeah. Um, what, uh, sorry, what just, you... just to touch that for a second. Um, Snow White, I, I didn't have in my list and I certainly don't want to say that it is definitely, definitely one of the amazing, amazing movies. And it's the original, the vocals of uh, Snow White uh, when she's singing will always, always be some of the top vocals you ever hear. Uh, and I'm not sure whether it was the main actress that actually sang the vocals, you know, sometimes in uh, movies where there's, where there's music, uh, it's not always the, the actor or the actress. That voices the character. Voices a song as well. Now it says, according to the soundtrack, that was reprised by Adriana Casalotti, who was the voice of Snow White. But then it also says sung by Harry Stockwell. So, oh, who knows? Uh, yeah. But just iconic, iconic voice when she's singing. And it's definitely, I mean, it's, you, you cannot deny and you cannot not respect just how amazing this movie is and and all of these storylines that it's led to mm-hmm. how many different movies and films that have taken the basic premise of this and turned it into something different or more modern maybe without the dwarves <laughs> so i'm gonna jump in with my next one now which was peter pan i actually i kind of jump between peter pan or hook and it's a good thing that i didn't choose hook because then i would have had to replace yet another movie action (laughs) exactly because there's a live action so i went with peter pan i just i i love that story of kind of the the lost boys and just this group of children is it lost boys from i'm i'm actually confusing uh the the, uh, couple movies was it anyway misfit, misfit toys or yeah, and it, yeah. So anyway, just the these wild children that live out on a jungle island, a tropical island, and just do whatever the heck they want. Mm-hmm. There's something about that life that uh, that just touches me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, definitely uh, one of those great, another great older film. Do you know what year that came out? No. Oh well, let's have a quick. Okay. Not to uh, interrupt what we're talking about no, here, but uh, okay. 19, 1953. So one of the earlier ones, like within yeah, the first thir- 25 years ish or so. Yeah. But- 13, 13 years, 14 years after Snow White. Oh, even more than that. Wow. Okay. So 15, 15 or 16 years after Snow White. But yeah, it's definitely one of the older ones. It's definitely dated, but still a, a, a wonderful movie. Again, another movie that has culminated into so many inspired films that aren't called Peter Pan by any means, but still kind of take the same spirit of the storyline. Just fabulous movie for sure. I agree with you there. So what do you got in your number seven position? Not in my top 10 list. Uh, However, I have my next one. And this one fluctuates between my top five and fell out of it just briefly because I figured I should put some classics in here. Okay. Big Hero 6. Have you seen Big Hero 6? Oh, yeah. No, interestingly, uh, I was lucky enough to be on a Disney cruise when Mm -hmm. that movie released. And so I actually got to see Big Hero 6 
on a Disney cruise uh, the, the very first night that it was released. And it was fantastic. I love that. I love that movie. And you know what? I, I should have maybe had that on my list because it, it's pretty damn cool. It, it had actually wasn't on my list when I originally mm. compiled my list, only because I kind of had forgotten about it. And then I was watching, uh, trying to refresh my, my memory. And then it was, it ended up showing up on some top 10 list somewhere. And I was like, oh my God, how could I forget Big Hero 6? So I had to squeeze yeah. it in. This bumped out Beauty and the Beast for me. Uh, beautifully animated I, movie. I can see, I, I, I could easily do, do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just absolutely fantastic. And the fact that they're making a show based on, my goodness, I'm forgetting the big fluffy guy's name the robot's oh, name oh yeah. but they're making a disney's releasing disney plus is releasing a show in the summer uh focused on him uh obviously the uh, hero is older and he's a teenager now and i guess uh the the robot has decided to kind of tackle life on his own and cool. it looks like uh, some misadventures with him and it just looks adorable he is a great character so much fun baymax 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 and yeah so it's, i think one. it's actually called baymax so the show that's coming out and it uh, it looks hilarious it looks wonderfully endearing and this was another movie that was had some emotions attached to it and was definitely endearing and disney does that yeah and they, they, do they, they get me every, every time single with film they get not that it's about yeah no it's a great formula. So that is my number seven. What is uh, uh, your number six? Next, I've got Alice in Wonderland. Well, you are really going with the old school. I'm glad yeah. I stuck to the newer stuff. Yeah, I there is, a, you know, because I was looking at a lot of the new movies and kind of like, oh, you know, that's really good. That's really good. And I just didn't want some of the classic material that, you know, today's movies are only getting made because of what came before. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I think it's important to kind of go back to a lot of these original, mm -hmm. original movies. So, so they get, get mentioned as well too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, have you seen the live action versions of Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. Yeah. Those are fantastic as well. Uh, and who, if, um, who's in that movie? What weirdly enough, my wife loves them for huh. Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> So, what doesn't that guy do i uh, truly truly he is definitely a a, a character a Man, character actor for sure he's done alice in wonderland he's done pirates of the caribbean he's done amber heard like the <laughs> list goes on it goes on she needs a movie all her own i don't think anybody's gonna watch it <laughs> <laughs> the turd wrangler yeah, there's some weird, weird people out there that is into some weird shit. So, yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so speaking of, okay. yeah. speaking of, of crazy women, uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Don't. What's your number five? No. Uh, wow. Number six, buddy. Number six. Slow down. We, oh, no. We, number six now. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Mulan. 1998's Mulan. Not the live action, Mulan. but the cartoon version. Oh, now, this yeah. might be a bit of a controversial pick um as long along with amber heard this is a definitely a controversial pick especially considering that this was really i think the movie i loved it i love the story behind it mm -hmm. but there's obviously a lot of controversy about whitewashing in hollywood and whitewashing with disney uh 
and this Chinese storyline about uh, Mulan who wants to fight in the war, but because she was a woman back in the, uh, I, I don't remember which dynasty this happens to be in, but she wants to be part of the army and she wants to fight the wars and they won't let her because she's a woman and she should stay at home and, you know, fought, bear children and, and whatnot. And she disguises herself as a boy and joins the army and gets discovered. And it's a amazing tale, a very strong wheeled woman tale, uh, which is fantastic. And unfortunately marred by a lot of controversy and stuff. And they tried to make up for it with the live action movie, which I have yet to see. I didn't even see the cartoon until about two years ago. I, one of the other crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And one of the other things that I really enjoyed about this, and to me, it kind of denoted a move for Disney that started probably back with uh, some of their mid nineties films where they take the artistic styles of the culture that might be referenced in a film mm -hmm. and they really adapt it to the film itself so you're not just getting the typical disney princess look like the snow white and the beauty and the beast and the uh and cinderella look now you're getting characters and design and cinematography that looks more culturally appropriate and i shouldn't say appropriated but appropriate for right. the film like pocahontas Mulan and many of the other films that are going to be on my list as well take a very stylistic turn. And I think that Mulan is one that I really noticed a lot of it in. So my next film, I'm finally getting up to date here. Okay. My next film is Moana. Very nice. And very nice. Uh, we, we do have one actor that we do know is is singing his own songs in there absolutely um, they're horribly voiced but they're they're great songs but yeah exactly voiced. they really they really stand out i you know i i don't really care if it's that that bad it's no. just he you know he performs it almost as himself as mm. this big kind of lovable full of himself maybe a bit sort of dude and you know, it, it, and what like if you hear that song, I don't even know what the name of it is. Uh, during the day, it will be stuck in your mind for the rest of the day, yeah, and that, probably into the evening. D D Disney does that so well, and yeah. Moana, Moana definitely does that. And what a beautiful movie that is too! Another beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah. So I finally got got into something recent. Excellent, excellent. Well. Just so you know, that's my number four pick. Ooh. But I'm going to jump down to number five. Yeah, yeah. And this one, my, I feel like this one's going to be higher on your list. So hopefully I don't take away any of your... That's okay. Your Any of my thunder? Your thunder, yes. That's it. That's what I'm looking for. Your thunder down under with the Lion King from 1994. Oh, that's okay. Don't have it on my list. What? Yeah. I did not have the Lion King. Oh, no. Lion King is arguably arguably one of the best movies disney has ever yeah made. i mean just the whole image with the holding up of the the lion mm -hmm. cub the uh soundtrack. classic uh yeah good soundtrack lots of lots of cool scenes um mm -hmm. i liked his buddies out in the jungle oh timon uh, and Pumbaa. yes timon yes. is one of my favorite i great one of my characters, characters as well 
absolutely amazing amazing movie yeah some good so, character development in that film yeah so that is definitely like it would be rem- i almost forgot it as well but it would be remiss not to be on my top 10 list anyway oh man well done so i mean we were wondering where the crossover would be up is my next okay. my next film you had it lower down on the bottom i had it at number 10 but, what is, uh, where is, where is that I, number yeah, uh, I guess it'd be number four. Okay. Is is at my number four. So I mean, at least both of us at least had it had it yeah. on our list. Now, I mean, that just really goes to show you how you know you know how great Disney films have been over the years. The, the, the fact library, that we have yeah. so many different movies on on our list, like you know, all of a sudden we've got a top 20 list here. That's correct. That is yeah. absolutely correct. Like the, the the library is so deep and so immense and so amazing that we've only crossed over two two movies up and Moana. Yeah. So I mean, these movies are are all just from our personal choice. They aren't based on you know what made the most at the at no, the ticket box. Sure. It's just what what we liked and what we associated most with. Um, with for probably growing up and you know as well too as to when our kids have been growing up as well yeah even now and my kids yeah. don't even really watch his movies <laughs> my wife and i <laughs> and watch it it's and, just the two of you yeah I, I think as an artist myself too like uh, i've always loved animation and i hate making animation but i've always loved watching animation and disney just masterpieces uh and so yeah my number four would be moana uh, yep. so, so it was up, up your, was, was your number four? Yep. Up yours four it was number four, <laughs> four. Okay. Up four. Uh, so my number three, and I yep. think you'll appreciate this as a good Scottish lad, mm. brave. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> Fist your eyes. I still haven't seen the movie oh, yet. You're a right Scottish nit. That's for I sure. I know. I know. How do you not? Andrew Stewart. Yeah. Do it. How do you oh, not? They should take the steward away. I should. Look at the size of that boy's prostate. It's like Sputnik. <laughs> Mostly spherical, but quite pointy parts. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, awesome. So oh, brave. I mean, absolutely beautiful movie. Hits home for the Scottish in me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you watch it, you will absolutely die. One scene just makes the whole movie and it's I don't want to spoil it, but I already said the line from it. So you'll see it when it, it comes up to okay. watch it. Put that next on your list. I want you to watch okay. that if you have time tonight, if not tomorrow night. There we go. And you need to report so, back to me. Okay, <laughs> we'll do. So the next on my list is The Jungle Book. Oh, I, guess I associate cool. with, with these characters of these kids that take off out into the wilderness and live their life their own way. And, you know, just something that maybe I always wanted to do is just to have that freedom and to not have a care in the world. But and you're hanging out with a great character like Baloo. You know, it's uh, another one of those older classic Disney films, but that continues to be remade. Um, But nothing, nothing beats the original for sure. Yep. And it's funny that you say that it's one of those ones where it, it's another one of those Disney movies that you enjoy where, you know, the person just gets off and takes off on his own. And cause you're, you're kind of like that. You're a, you're a wayfarer. You're a, 
You're a I bit do of a find my, I do find myself uh, going going in that direction now and That's again. True. Great movie, great soundtrack in that movie as well. I mean, who can't who doesn't sing along with the bare necessities? Even if you don't know the lyrics, you got to be sing along with balloons. Oh, for like, sure. The bare necessities. Blah blah blah. Mother Nature's recipes. There we go. <laughs> I <remembered> it. <laughs> we got it. A long it. time. <laughs> we got it. Beautiful, beautiful. So my next film yep. uh, is a more modern film as part of the Renaissance and was my number one film up until a couple of years ago for the longest time. Features Robin Williams uh, and the most iconic role as far as I'm concerned in Disney films, Aladdin, 1992. Ooh. Fantastic. And it's another one of those cultural, culturally appropriated movies in a way. Mm. And they tried to make up for it with their live action, which was not good. Um, it was okay. It wasn't great, but Robin Williams stole the show. Who who was the voice of Iago? Was the uh, the comedian who just passed away recently? Uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Mm. Uh, fantastic movie from front to back. So singable. Uh, the soundtrack I could probably sing word for word all the way from front to back. Absolutely, absolutely love that movie. And that was one of my first real forays into disney animation like in my teenage even my, my my 20s that was kind of where i rejoined the disney trend right and 1992 aladdin two years before the lion king amazing absolutely amazing nice so my number two and we've talked about this film before because you've asked me about you know, favorite Disney, Disney movies in the past. And that's actually we, how we got to putting this on tonight's show. My number two movie is Cars. Cars. Yes, I remember you talking about that. Yes. Yeah, no, I I just love the the color grading that goes into to the movie. I, I love that Midwestern, dusty, cowboy sort of, of landscapes that that everybody can imagine um, that goes along with that, that film and how it takes lightning out of being this winning sports car in the, you know, who's racing for the piston cup. He did Wooden's cup <laughs> and, and takes them and slows them down and gives them just a new perspective. Gives on, a little bit of uh, humble pie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that that's my number two. Visually, I was a NASCAR fan back when that came out. Visually stunning movie. The names that they threw about. If you're not a NASCAR fan, you may not realize his, you know, the King, you know, Richard Petty, and just some of the great references and stuff like that, or the uh, the great parodies that they had of some of the the people. And I mean, can we really forget Larry the Cable Guy as Tomater? Yeah. Uh, fantastic character and i mean it's unfortunate that i i mean i don't feel i don't know if you feel but that the sequel has never lived up to it uh disney's yeah. not really disney's not really known for great sequels but uh cars is fantastic i didn't have it on my list but visually i loved it i thought it was a great film mm -hmm. uh, and like just the way the cars looked and they captured the essence of you know circle track racing right it was yeah. just fun and, and fantastic. You know what? It made for such a great kids collectible as well, too. Oh, the cars you know, toys just, are crazy. Yeah, they're awesome. 
Yeah, they, they look great. And there's some of them are really, really collectible. You get the chase editions. And uh, I've got a few here, actually. Are we, not, we've not, got not some the chase we, editions. We've got some boxes around. Yeah. Uh, just full of full of old old cars from that, that film. You'll have to see some cool ones that I have. Nice. Nice. So I'm excited to hear what uh, uh, what I'm, your number two is. I wonder. No, my number two is Aladdin. So I'm on. Oh, that was Aladdin. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. So this is your number one. This is my number one. Where are you? Are you at number two or your number one? Yeah. No, that was my number two. I just okay. thought we. I thought we had switched it up as we went, nope. but clearly right. it's just back. Um. So what's your number one? Do you want it? Do you want to say ours at the same time and see if we're the same? Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Coco. Steamboat Willie. Willie. Oh, <laughs> Coco! Go, not Coco. Go, Coco was Steamboat Willie. No, Steamboat Willie is the, the movie that started it all. All right, okay, so... Steamboat Willie, Willie, there wouldn't have been okay. The, but Steamboat... the whole Disney franchise. That's that's fair enough, and I mean it's uh, the the original the the I guess a precursor to Mickey Mouse. Uh, Coco is still a good movie. Uh, so you've seen Coco. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. So quick note, uh, did you pick up the uh, Steamboat Willie Hot Wheel? No, I haven't seen it. Ooh, when, dude. Did, when was it just released? Uh, probably uh, a few months back. I didn't mm, know I that you it. were, I didn't know that you're a big Steamboat Willie fan or yeah, would I that, grab one if I saw nah, one? That's, that's okay. I'll, check, I'll keep an eye out for them now that I know that they exist. Check, check your local Dollarama or come to one of the shows. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So Steamboat Willie, I, I respect it. I respect it. I don't Why did that, you choose I, Coco? Coco was a beautiful, beautiful movie. We talk about emotions, so emotional. Uh, it's, it's about the day of the dead and mm-hmm. honoring, honoring those who passed before you and honoring family. And what a beautiful movie, like absolutely gorgeous, like the glowing lights and the, the candy skulls, yep. the, the Mexican, the traditions. Uh, absolutely beautiful film the scenes like where where they're going they're crossing the bridge over into the into the uh uh the netherworld or or to Mm -hmm. to celebrate and like beautiful absolutely beautiful movie visually the songs are amazing uh probably not as iconic as a lot of other disney songs but it give it time though probably the most emotional songs like the song remember me so beautiful and and the way the film ends and every bit of it movie is just fantastic i saw nothing wrong with that movie the characters it might have been a little scary maybe for kids but the characters were fantastic all around like i mean the movie's only been out since 2017 yeah so So. uh give it give it time yeah and and some of those some of that music will be it will kind of go down in history is, is some of the best from Disney. Absolutely. But it, it is what knocked Aladdin out of number one for me. And just, I, I could watch that movie over and over again. And like, again, and a lot of my, you'll, you'll see that a lot of my movies are the more modern Pixar style animation, computer animation. I just absolutely love a lot of the styles. Like I one, two, oh, it's three, fantastic. four, five, six seven seven of my top 10 movies are all the uh computer animated yeah Sorry. i mean yeah, so it's just amazing really there is our top 18 yeah. uh because we had two that crossed that over, actually yeah. crossed over 
And uh, so make yourself an, a nice watch list and sit down with a big bowl of popcorn and, and hit the play button. Absolutely. And if you're Scottish, make sure you watch Brave. <laughs> you bastard. Well, gosh, I guess that's just another episode of How to Survive the Modern World or Gen X isn't just a fashion statement. All right. See you later. How to Survive the Modern World or Gen X isn't just a fashion statement has partnered with Patreon. So you can help support the podcast for as little as $3 a month and get access to exclusive content. Visit patreon.com forward slash how to survive the modern world to see how you can become a pod pal or even the pod god. Oh.